Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from our slightly different perspective. You know, we've seen a lot of new people, uh, a lot of large influx of new people, I should say, come into our little hobby specialty area. And it's a remarkable trend. It started to bring out the idea of botanical style aquariums from the shadows and into the, the mainstream, if you will. Now, based on the number of rather basic questions I continuously receive from newer customers or those considering setting up an aquarium utilizing this approach, I think I still need to communicate a little more on our philosophies, the practices, and the expectations. Now, perhaps you, our regular reader or listener, doesn't need this pep talk. However, maybe somebody you know is considering venturing into this area and you want to give them a little dose of reality before they take the plunge. Well, hopefully this, in addition to referring them to our many hundreds of articles and, and on every aspect of this, this stuff, will give you a sort of track to run on when discussing uh, botanical-style aquarium keeping with a fellow hobbyist who's contemplating such an aquarium. And to you, the hobbyist, considering jumping into the tinted world, there's a starting point, and it starts with questions for yourself. I suppose if I were asked, <laughs> and I am, the question about whether or not a hobbyist should try a botanical-style aquarium, I basically start with another question – are you up to the task? I know it sounds kind of weird, even challenging or perhaps off-putting a little bit, but that's not certainly not the intent here. However, it's an important question and a fundamental question to ask ourselves when contemplating setting up a botanical-style aquarium. Why is this? Because when you start adding botanical uh, materials to your aquarium, not only are you sort of buying into a different approach to aquarium keeping, you're signing up to accept a completely different look than we are traditionally accustomed to. Yeah, we're opting into techniques which are somewhat contrary to those which you've likely embraced before. You're accepting an aesthetic which deviates strongly from the traditional aquarium look that we've been accustomed to for you know generations. And it doesn't stop with just the looks of the tank. It starts with the way we look at nature. Once we visit or look at a photo or a video of a natural underwater habitat where tropical fishes live and remove our you know, hobby-contrived preconceptions of what it should look like from the equation and simply observe it as it is, we have to ask ourselves, is this is how we want our tank to look? That's like the first mental shift. Can you handle this stuff? It's the ultimate essence of our philosophy, a way of capturing aspects of nature in our aquarium in a manner that accepts it as it is rather than how we want it to be. And if we say yes to the question, then we need to ask ourselves if we're okay accepting the rather unorthodox thinking and practices that are required of us to get an aquarium to that place. You know, like adding seed pods, soils, leaves, etc. to an aquarium to capture the form and function of these natural habitats. To adapt a philosophy that says it's time to take inspiration from the reality of nature, not just its essence. Accepting the appearance of biofilms, murky water, algae, decomposing botanical materials, and these things you know, realizing that these things occur in our aquariums too and can be managed to take advantage of their benefits, you know, like supplemental food sources, nurseries for fry, and as interesting little ways to impart beneficial humic substances and dissolved organics into the aquarium water. Realizing that the very act of adding natural materials like seed pods and leaves fosters the development of biofilms, less than crystal clear water and detritus, and that this is actually what you want. It's another mental shift. Understanding once and for all uh, and accepting that things are not aesthetically perfect in nature in the sense of being neat and orderly from a design aspect. Understanding that, yeah, in nature you have branches, rocks, and botanical materials scattered about the bottom of streams in a seemingly random disorderly pattern. Or are they? I mean, could it just be that current weather events and the processes of physical decomposition distribute materials the way they do for a reason? 
Could we benefit from replicating this dynamic in our aquariums? And is there not incredible beauty in that apparent randomness? I think so. Do you? On a practical level, of course, there's some things that you need to accept. You need to, uh, to prepare all the botanical materials you intend to add to your aquarium. You need to add them slowly, gauging the impact of their additions as you go. You need to understand that your water might have a slight haze to it, and that's likely caused by fines from the surface tissues of the botanicals after submersion, and possibly from a bloom of bacteria resulting from their addition to the aquarium. The botanicals and leaves will start to develop stringy biofilms of bacteria on their surfaces. These will be present for much of the time that they're in the aquarium. The water will tint up slowly and to a degree determined by the type and quantity of materials that you add, as well as a number of other factors. You must be very patient as the aquarium breaks in. The materials that you add to the aquarium will begin to soften and break down after a few weeks, ultimately decomposing slowly. They're not permanent, they're ephemeral. And you have to understand that detritus will begin accumulating as the botanicals break down. So you need to accept a different definition of what a clean aquarium is, aesthetic-wise. The look of your aquarium is also going to evolve over time as botanical materials break down and are moved about by the fishes and the current within the aquarium. Can you handle all that? Yeah, it's different. Well, a lot of it is anyway, but not all of it. Although botanical-style aquariums are not set-and-forget systems, they don't require maintenance or husbandry practices that are so much more complex than what we do with any other aquarium system. It's really about water exchanges, cleaning, and replacing the filter media, monitoring water parameters, observation. Stuff we know how to do already. It's a matter of marrying this stuff with a new mindset. Yeah, most of the adjustments that we have to make, most of the shifts, are mental ones. The techniques we use are simply contextually adapted versions of the same stuff we've been doing for generations in the aquarium hobby. Seeding some of the heavy lifting to nature is an uncomfortable, perhaps even scary thing for many hobbyists. It's not what we've been taught to do over generations in the aquarium hobby. We're kind of control freaks or whatever. And as we've discussed before, a botanical aquarium has a cadence of its own, which we can set up, but we have to let nature dictate the timing and sequencing after that. And you kind of know that timing and sequences, the sensory expectations and processes that occur. You know, it starts with an empty tank, and then there's the nice fragrances that are exuded by botanicals during preparation. There's that excitement of initially placing stuff in the tank, you know, kind of taking it all in. And then there's that gradual tinting of the water, the softening of the botanicals, the development of biofilms and patinas of algae, and perhaps even a bit of cloudiness from time to time because of microbial growth. And then, of course, ultimately, there's decomposition all part of a process which can't be hacked or rushed. We can change some of the physical aspects of our tanks, equipment, hardscape, etc. But Mother Nature is in control of the big picture stuff. She calls the shots here. And I think it's perhaps the most important lesson that we can take from our aquariums. As aquarists, we can do a lot. We can change the equipment, correct initial mistakes or shortcomings the system might have had from the beginning, stuff like that. However, it's all about creating conditions for optimized function and evolution in our aquariums. We set the stage, so to speak. Nature does the rest. Much of the success and enjoyment you'll derive from a botanical-style aquarium is based on accepting and allowing nature to do what she does and continuing to embrace and appreciate her work in your tank. Yeah, mental shifts abound in this hobby specialty. They're foundational. They're a huge part of what we need to accept in order to be successful with it. It's not difficult to create one of these tanks once you've made those mental shifts. If you're about to decide on creating a botanical-style aquarium, ask yourself that most basic question. Are you up to the challenge? I hope that you are. We certainly could use you in this interesting world. Stay open-minded. Stay curious. Stay diligent. Stay creative. Stay skeptical. Stay undaunted. And always stay wet.
Until next time, this is Scott Fellman. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.